Welcome to AT Parenting Survival Podcast, where you get support and guidance through the chaos of parenting. Here's your host, child therapist, Natasha Daniels. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. Today, I just want to talk to you about OCD awareness, because today is, well, it's Tuesday, so it's already started, but OCD Awareness Week is happening now from October 13th to October 19th, if you're listening to this in 2019, because <laughs> who knows when you're listening to this. And I thought it would be good to just do a full episode on just our responsibility and what we can do to spread the awareness of OCD. Because a lot of us think that in order for us to spread awareness and knowledge, it means that we have to do something possibly out of our comfort zone. Maybe it's going to out us. It's going to let other people know that our family is struggling with OCD or has been struggling with OCD or that you were struggling with OCD or that your child is not perfect or because they don't understand OCD, you worry about the stigma that will happen if you advocate for OCD. Cause maybe your friends or family will say, Hmm, why is she sharing all this stuff about OCD? So I wanted to talk to you about what you can do on any level to, to spread information and to support OCD awareness. Because I think often it depends on our personality, but I think often when it comes to movements or advocating, we think in, in, alls or all nots, like either I'm all in and I have to do all these things or I can't do anything at all, you know, or the problem's so big. What will, what will my little effort have on the big picture? But if an ant looked at a carrot or a piece of cracker that fell on the floor and thought, what can I do with that huge cracker? I can't pick it up. Then there'd be no impact. The ants would not eat. <laughs> I I have no idea why I'm talking about ants, but they get together, you know, and every single ant works together. And that leads to the ability to do amazing, incredible things like an ant farm. (laughs) Okay. That was weird. But I want to talk about, first of all, why it's so important and not to make anyone feel guilty or make you feel even more overwhelmed than you already do, but to, to talk about why it's important that we all do our part. And then I'm going to talk about some really, really basic, small things that you can do today to help the world of OCD. So the reason why it's so important, and I know there are a lot of, um, mental health months and there is celiac month, there's diabetes month, and there is cancer month, and there's uh, awareness of blah, blah, blah month. Like we all have our causes that are dear to our hearts because our kids are going through them. And those are all important to us because they impact our children or our family or us. And so we want to advocate. We want to spread the information. OCD to me is super important because it's not something that is understood. So spreading awareness kind of takes on a deeper meaning for me and probably for you too, because my kids are stigmatized because of a lack of understanding. My kids are stigmatized because of the perpetuation of memes and ignorant comments that make people think that OCD is a joke or that it is an adjective 
or that it means that someone's neurotic or especially clean. I wish that was the case because my room and my house does not look that way. Well, not my room. My room actually is very clean, but their rooms are not that clean. And I think often the reaction is to get angry, to get really upset with people who make comments that seem insensitive, who describe themselves as so OCD. I'm so OCD about that. And it's cringeworthy for sure for us in the OCD community. But I have realized that most people, not all, but most people have no idea how insensitive their comments are. And the reason why they have no idea is because they're not educated. And that is where OCD awareness, OCD awareness week, spreading knowledge and education is so important because we all get super angry and upset. We share posts that say insensitive things. We get really angry at friends, relatives, and ignorant people who make comments about OCD. And I think that there has to be an understanding that people don't understand what their words mean. They don't understand the struggles of OCD. They don't understand the complexities of OCD, that there are so many subtypes and, you know, just washing your hands and being worried about germs is not the only thing that people with OCD struggle with. And in fact, many and most people have plenty of other things that are completely unrelated to those. So that comes back to what do we do with that? So that's the why let's talk about the what. So what are you supposed to do? You're like, you know, Natasha, I'm kind of exhausted here. I have a child that has OCD. I'm barely hanging on. Um, it's great that you want to advocate, but come on, cut me some break, cut me a slack. (laughs) Maybe I should just stop saying things. That's probably a good thing. And I want to, first of all, let you know, I get it. I have two kids with OCD, three kids with anxiety. I don't have five kids. They just have dual diagnoses. (laughs) And I get that it's totally exhausting sometimes. So I want to talk to you about um, the small things that you can do. I also want to highlight the big things for those of you that are wanting to help out, wanting to do something more. You just don't know where to start. It's not your thing. You don't know. You just have a child with OCD. And so where, where do you start? Well, this is the week to do it. October 13th through October 19th, we are shining a bright, bold light on OCD. And so any efforts that you do will be magnified a hundred times over during this week. And that is why I am spending an entire podcast episode talking about it because my job is to encourage and inspire you. And so my efforts, which this is one of them, can be magnified a zillion percent. Yeah, that's not a number, but whatever, because it's a domino effect. It's a ripple effect. I talk to you, you talk to someone else, they talk to someone else. And before you know it, we are making a huge impact just by me sitting here talking to you. I love that kind of stuff. So what can we do? Well, for starters, let's talk about the obvious things. Um, The International OCD Foundation is the place to go. And so I would go to their website, And they're doing, they always host a whole bunch of stuff for OCD Awareness Week. They really are the hub of support, both for professionals, parents, and people suffering from OCD. Without them, I don't know where any of us would be. So go to their website at iocdf.org. And if you want to get very specific, you can go to iocdf.org slash programs slash OCD week. 
and that will take you directly to their page that has all the things that are going on for OCD week. And if not, if that's too much for you, just go to iocdf.org and um, in their menu on the front that's rotating, it will say OCD awareness week. You can click on that. So they're doing a couple of things this year that we can all participate in. They, first of all, if you use the hashtag, hashtag OCD week, that really helps because the more we can make that hashtag popular and viral, the more attention OCD week will get. And so that's important. And they're doing something called hashtag face your fear this year. And so everyone's invited to participate and basically you do something that is in your something that makes you nervous or fearful and you face your fears with using that hashtag, uh, face your fear and don't forget to use the hashtag OCD week. And you can post a picture or a video on social media with those hashtags doing something brave. And you can say something like, Hey, this is from the IOCD website. This is their example. They wrote people with OCD and anxiety have to face their fears in order to get better. This hashtag OCD week, I'm raising awareness about OCD by facing my fear of whatever you're doing. Will you, and then tag your friend, hashtag face your fear too. Together we'll raise awareness of what it really means to live with OCD. I love that. So that's something simple you can do. And you're not talking about necessarily anyone in your family or your child. You are just, you know, giving a shout out to people who face their fear on a daily basis who struggle with OCD. So that is an easy one. Um, also they are doing some online events that you can check out and that's helpful. I think if you feel brave enough, you can change your frame on your social media thumbnail profile pictures. And so they give you some uh, frames for that on their website as well. You can take and share an OCD quiz or share your story. Okay. So that's what's going on with the International OCD Foundation. So now let's talk about what you can do on a smaller scale. So maybe all that is a little overwhelming. Maybe you don't want people to know about your own struggles with OCD. So you don't want to be too upfront about it. That's okay. There's nothing shameful about that. We are all in a different place and we all have our different struggles. And so I completely and totally respect that on a, on a smaller scale, you can share other people's posts, just like you're sharing something that's interesting. I am going to be doing, or I guess when this will be in real time. So I am already doing a OCD awareness week where I asked you guys on my Facebook page in my private Facebook group and in the AT parenting community. Um, and I think even on my personal profile. So in four different places, I asked people to, uh, give me quotes on what advice they would give parents who are new to this journey of raising a child with OCD. What's the best advice they can give them. And I got tons and tons of responses. And so I created a video montage of all the advice that parents are giving each other, which is really cool and uplifting. So that's something that you can go on my Facebook page, or if you're my Facebook group and you can share that, actually, you probably have to go on my Facebook page because you can't share in private Facebook groups. So if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash, uh, anxious toddlers. So that's facebook.com slash groups. No, no, no. What am I talking about? It's facebook.com slash anxious toddlers. So that's my page. And I should have already, it's like, I'm talking about me in the future. 
I'm in the past and I'm in the future. So I will have pinned the videos to the top of my page. So if you just go to my page at facebook.com slash anxious toddlers, it will be pinned up there. So definitely check that out and share that. And that's not really saying anything about who you are. It's just supporting information. Now that might still be a little overwhelming for people. They may not want to share stuff and you're going to see a lot of things. Even if you check the hashtag OCD week or hashtag face your fear, you can share those videos as well, or those posts as well. So you could just be a sharing monster on social media for the next week. That'd be helpful. Now, if that's a little overwhelming and you're a private person and you don't want to get a million questions from your relatives or your friends about why are you sharing all this stuff about OCD, or even if you share one thing that makes you nervous, that's okay. There are other things that you can do. So you can educate your child. You can spend that week being much more intentional about educating your child on OCD. And a lot of you might be saying, especially if you've listened to me, you might be saying, oh, Natasha, we do that all the time. My child is very aware of OCD and that's awesome. And if your child isn't aware, you want to make them aware. And there are some books that are my favorites that are a great place to start depending on your child's age. Some of my favorites are Practicing Being Brave, Owning My OCD, and that is by an AT Parenting member, Molly Gambrell. So I love her book. I give that out to everybody that is in my practice, or I tell them to buy it. I also like Dawn Hebner's book, Outsmarting Worry, and um, I like Up and Down the Worry Hill. I like Unraveling Rose for really little kids. And for kids on the spectrum, I like Blink Blink, Clop Clop, an OCD storybook. So, and for kids with moral OCD, I like Without Doubt. That's a good one too. And for you, you can, Talking Back to OCD is a great one for parents. So another thing you can do is rent the video Unstuck, an OCD kids movie. That'd be a great way to celebrate OCD awareness in your home because OCD awareness starts at home. It doesn't have to be this huge global event that you're participating in. Maybe eventually you'll get there. Maybe you won't. And that is okay, but we want to educate our family. So even if maybe you work really hard with your one child who has OCD, but you don't educate the family, you can make this an OCD awareness family week where maybe you guys make some popcorn and you rent unstuck. And it's a 20, 25 minute documentary on kids who have OCD and how they overcome their biggest struggles, totally uplifting. And that'd be a great way to celebrate as a family OCD. In fact, as I'm talking about this, I'm like, I'm totally going to do that. Uh, my kids haven't watched unstuck in forever. And that would be a great way to celebrate as a family OCD awareness and talk about the things that are not bad about having OCD. I think often we talk about the bad things with our kids, but we don't highlight the good things. And when kids come to my practice, the first thing I say to kids is, we're going to talk about OCD. We're going to talk about how to crush things that are really, really upsetting you. But before we even get into that, I want to talk about your amazing brain. I want to talk about the good qualities that actually come with people who have OCD. And I start to list them out. And the kids beam. They're like, oh my gosh, that's me. I do that. That's me. And then I'm like, that's a, th- those are your diamonds. Those are the things that make you shine. We're going to work on the things that are doling your sparkle. We're going to work on the things that are um, kind of holding you back so that you can't, so that you're not able to be the best that you can be. 
And then we talk about how to crush OCD. So you can talk about OCD in a very uplifting way. So that's something that you can do. So you can see there's a big spectrum of things that you can do to celebrate OCD awareness that are in your comfort zone. It doesn't take much. I think it's just important to honor the battle that the people that we love or ourselves are going through on a daily basis. It's, it's the least we can do is say, you know what, this week we're going to take some time to honor the struggles that the people we love or that, or, or our own love for ourselves go through on a daily basis. So think about what you want to do. I think that's helpful. The other thing that I would recommend besides the books and the documentary that I was just talking about is, and I'll leave links to all those below in the show notes. But the other thing is there's going to be a lot of videos out there. And if you are uncomfortable sharing them, which I totally get, and that's okay, show them to your kids, you know, show them all these people who are facing their fears in honor of them. So, and they can even do their own hashtag face your fear in your house where they make a video or a picture and just show everybody else in the family. It doesn't have to be a a public, a public declaration of OCD. It can be something you guys celebrate. And at the very least, show them these videos so that they can feel inspired by other people. Now, I know some of you have kids who don't want to hear anything about OCD. You have to respect that. And so if you have a child who doesn't want to hear about it and doesn't want to celebrate it, doesn't want to talk about it, then you have to, you have to respect that and honor that. And the way you're honoring them is by not shoving this in their face. So you have to be sensitive to their needs as well. I also offer a resource that can be helpful for you or for family or friends that don't understand OCD. And so I have a free online course called misperceptions about OCD in children. And it is the first part of my bigger online class, parenting kids with OCD. And it is a free course that will go through the main areas that, that people don't understand. And even parents, and I really made this for parents, but it's good for therapists who don't understand OCD. It is good for relatives or friends. You can give them the link to this class. So it is a quick class. It is a class that you can take in under an hour, probably a much less than an hour, maybe 45 minutes at that. And it goes over six different lessons of what parents do and what people do to misunderstand OCD. And so it's not your basic stuff like, oh, you think it's just hand washing. It talks about a lot of things that you maybe even you don't realize um, you misunderstand about OCD, raising a child with it. So if you're interested in enrolling in my free course, you can go to anxioustoddlers.teachable.com and you should see it in there in the selection of all of my classes. I have seven classes and it says free on it. So it should be pretty obvious uh, because it's my only free class. Or you can text me at 44222 and just text me one word OCD awareness and I will text you the link so that you can sign up for the class. So I want to get that out there because I feel like if people can just listen to this and they understand the misperceptions about OCD, I will be saving children's long-term suffering because their parents will get it. Their family will get it. Their friends will get it. It's not for kids. This is for adults. Um, it's for parents or therapists 
or whoever, or caregivers, whoever are working with or raising children with OCD. So if you're a therapist listening to this and you are not exactly hundred percent sure about your OCD skills, you know, enroll, enroll in this and learn, because even though I always direct my resources to parents, I have tons and tons of therapists who take my online classes and who listen to my podcast and who are in my private Facebook group who are learning, they're, they're being brave and they're realizing they don't know everything and they are learning. And I respect people like that because it's good to, to recognize when you're, that's not your wheelhouse. There's plenty of things that are not in my wheelhouse. And when people come and ask for advice around those topics, I'm very quick to say, that's not my thing. You want to talk to me about anxiety or OCD? Come talk to me, but that's out of my wheelhouse. So spread the, the word in any way that you can. And I hope that that helps couple of updates. Well, it's not really an update, but I will not be here next week. So I apologize in advance. If you know anything about me at all, I am crazy predictable to a fault actually. And I have been working a lot on changing my boundaries and taking care of myself and really focusing on relationships and the people I love, but that's for a totally different podcast. And it's making my work better because I'm more relaxed as I'm doing it. I'm not putting all this pressure on me. And normally if I was going away, I would hammer out a couple of extra podcasts, work really late at night so I can, you know, cue them up, get them ready to publish. I would lug my laptop with me wherever I was going because I could only publish on my laptop, not my iPad. I do everything on my iPad other than publish my podcast. And I would be in the hotel room you know, stressed and worried about getting this podcast published because I want it to be dependable. Well, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> so I am just not going to be here next week, but please don't forget about me because I will be Miss Dependable and I'll be back on track the following week. And the following week, I have Dr. Erlina Carrick on the show. I've already recorded that podcast and she's going to be talking about self-care, which actually is ironically kind of what I'm talking about right now, I'm taking care of myself. But I am going away and I'm doing it for a good reason, actually. And I wish it was actually happening at OCD Awareness Week because I could take a picture of myself and do a hashtag face your feel because that's what I'm doing. So I am going to a conference. <laughs> it sounds really stupid. I'm going to a conference next week. And, you know, I, I have a super supportive husband. So he tends to come with me on these things and brings the kids and we make like a vacation out of it. And this time I said, no, I'm going to go by myself. And even though it's in California, it's not that far, but I'm taking a plane by myself. I know that sounds like no big deal to anybody else, but I really get out of my comfort zone pretty easily. <laughs> it's very sad. I don't know it's, if it's my introverted self, probably not. It's probably more my social anxiety self. Let's be honest. And so, um, I purposely signed up for this online. It's not an online conference. I wish it was an online conference then I wouldn't be anxious, but it's this live conference for people who do online work. So it's kind of like a, it's a business trip and I do not like to meet strangers. <laughs> I don't like to go to places in large groups of people where I don't know anyone. So this I purposely signed up for as the last tier of my social anxiety hierarchy. Isn't that crazy? So I have done everything else I possibly could to do exposures around my social anxiety. And this was the ultimate last ladder in my exposure ladder. It's a 10 on the stress scale although it's going down as I work on my brain, but I don't like to be 
in places for long periods of time with complete strangers in a social situation. And this conference, they like really encourage like you meeting your new best friend. And there's a lot of social interaction, a lot of pressure for social interaction. So this should be quite the exposure. It's not, I want to say weekend, but it's not even a weekend. It's one, two, three, four, five days. So five days. So wish me luck. Send me good vibes, right? I'm actually rooming with a stranger. I mean, this is big for me. So I'll have to do a hashtag face your fear preemptively, but that's why I'm not going to be here next week. Another thing that I'm going to be doing on this podcast that's coming up that I'm really excited about is a new series that I'm going to have on the podcast. It will be a different day. So I normally publish my podcast episodes um, on Tuesdays. Honestly, I publish them most of the time on Monday night so that I'm on time because that's who I am. So if you live, you know, in Australia or South Africa, you have access to my podcast sooner than later, because I know a lot of listeners are on the other side of the world. So I podcast, um, so I publish on Mondays and these episodes are going to happen on Wednesdays and they're not going to be every week. They're just going to be kind of sporadic and they are going to be parent wins. And they're going to be parent wins from people who are either in my membership community, the AT parenting community, or people who have taken my classes and have had parenting wins. And so they are going to start in a few weeks, probably on October 30th will be the first one, but I'm not sure yet. We'll see how quickly I can turn them around. And if you have taken one of my online classes and you're like, oh my gosh, Natasha, I would love to celebrate with you. Your kids don't have to be perfect because mine aren't. They just, you just have to have done something that I taught you through one of my online classes or through the AT parenting community membership, where you're like, this was a huge win for me. Like I took these tools or skill that I learned from you and it made a huge difference in this aspect of my child's life. So if you have a win you want to share with me from one of my classes or from being in the community, the membership community, you can email my assistant, Sarah, the AT parenting community manager at anxious toddlers at yahoo.com. Don't email her for advice because she gets like hundreds of emails per day. I'm not even joking. And she will not respond to them. That's why I have her. So I don't feel guilty and feel sad if I read all these things and don't have the time to reply. So just email her if you want to be on the podcast and you have taken one of my online classes and you're like, I had huge ahas and I want to share that with other parents and inspire them and make them feel like, look, there is hope because I want to spread hope to you. And I think we, we start to feel inspiration and hope through other people's struggles and their wins and hearing where they came from and what happened and how they got out of that darkness is huge. So stay tuned. That's coming. So I hope you're enjoying my podcast. I hope you're feeling a little inspired to do something for OCD week. And if you're enjoying my podcast or kind of my mission to help spread knowledge and education and support you throughout your daily struggles, um, the best way that you can give back to me is simply a star on iTunes. <laughs> That's all this girl's asking for. Just rate and review my show. And I, I read those. They're inspiring. They not only inspire me, but they inspire other parents to say, hey, this might be worthwhile. Look at all these people who are really enjoying her message. So, um, that's what I ask from people that are getting a lot. If you've listened to my show for months and months or years and years, and you haven't had the time to rate and review my show, if you can take that time during OCD awareness, that's another, you know, 
nice thing to do to spread the knowledge because I'm doing this every single week, spreading the knowledge and spreading awareness to you and to all those other people out there who need the support. So you can hit a star on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you leave a review, uh, I always like to show my gratitude by reading one of those. If I remember, which I'm trying to remember when I end the show. So I want to read Mama Kells Four's review. She wrote Sleepless Sun. Thank you so much for sharing all the tips and knowledge on sleep anxiety. Not only does it make me feel better, I'm not alone. You have great advice to try and get everyone sleeping. My older son is just like your youngest and I will get us sleeping. Thank you again. Well, thank you for taking the time to leave a review. I really appreciate it. And I hope sleep is getting better for you because there's nothing worse than not having sleep. So sending good sleep vibes to you. So maybe if you have something nice to say, I'll be reading your review next time. So I hope you find the sparkle in everything you do. And I'll talk to you again, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. Take care. Bye-bye.